Hey, hello and welcome to the Trinity Podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we do, you can go to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, we're going to answer the question, how to actually avoid failing in January. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's Trinity Podcast. So we see it every year, you know, it's been Christmas, a lot of people struggle, but first of all, we want to make sure that all of you have had a great Christmas or just say, you know, we hope you've had a great Christmas before we get into this, because it's a time of year that is important to enjoy. You don't need to feel guilty or ashamed about it, but it's also a time of year. Lots of people are doing lots of other things. So Ben, what, what do we see in people at the moment at this time of year? So one thing that's going to be coming up soon, as you'll probably know, is, uh, the new year so start of 2020 and people start setting new year's resolutions and take it from somebody who has like worked in the fitness industry for how long five six years or whatever i know 100 like at this time of year people really start getting serious about fitness in december everyone's focused on christmas as soon as that's over everybody starts to focus on getting fitter losing weight you know improving their body and their fitness but a problem that a lot of people run into when they do that they start out with great intentions, loads of enthusiasm, which is fantastic. They go out and they join a new diet or a new plan and they get everything set up and they're, they're really consistent for a few weeks. But then a lot of people fall off the wagon or go completely off track after a few months. That initial enthusiasm dies off. All that motivation starts going down the pan. Their energy levels start dipping. And they basically then undo all of that hard work and all of that progress that they've worked so hard to get. And they just they can and then this leaves a lot of people spending that the whole year just kind of staying in that same struggle with their weight. So feeling uncomfortable in their clothes, having to choose what to wear based on covering up certain parts of their body, trying endless diets and programs and plans, but never actually getting to where they want, getting the results that they want and keeping them. And then a lot of people at this time of year also book in holidays. They start booking in holidays, maybe beach holidays, but then when it comes to time to actually go on them. They're just dreading going because they don't want to be seen in the bikini. They don't feel good in their clothes. And it just leaves people living in this kind of constant worry about their appearance and constant worry about what other people are thinking about them and, and the way that they look and the way that they feel. And then what tends to happen with a lot of people is they then start the cycle again next year. So they go through an entire year of struggling with their weight after having this initial boost in January. And then December comes around next year. They give up again and then they say, right, I'm going to start again. It's always, I'll start again in January, every single year, again and again and again. And if, as if that wasn't like difficult enough, what makes this really, really hard is that most diets and most things that people decide to start in January, diets and plans and challenges and programs and whatever, are not really designed for people to succeed long-term. So a lot of these programs and diets and things, they sell people on like fast results. They're like, right, we're going to get two stone off in the first month, whatever. They sell, they sell you on this promise of fast results, but a program that's designed to get fast results, 99% of the time is not going to be sustainable. It's not going to be something that you can stick to long-term. So that's one of the reasons that people struggle so much to stay consistent. And they start these things in January and then fall off the wagon after a, first, after a couple of weeks. And that these kind of, these kind of programs that promise fast results just start off that cycle of yo-yo dieting and then just continues for the entire year. And 
The one other thing that you might find difficult if you're listening to this and you're over 40 is that when you're over 40, when you're struggling also with changing hormones and your body changing as you're, as you're getting older, it makes it even more difficult to see results from diets in the first place. So even if you start these things that promise fast results, you're less likely to actually see results from them in the first place. And you'll know as well as I do that if you, if you do something and you don't see a return on that work that you put in, if you don't see the results from the effort that you've put in, it makes it very, very difficult to stay motivated. And then this contributes to people giving up and falling off the wagon and struggling even more. So if you are a woman over 40, you have, you know, your odds really are stacked against you, especially at this time of year, especially when you're thinking about starting a new diet plan and, and trying to lose some weight. So we've got some, uh, some helpful advice for you today about what to do. Like, first of all, why this actually happens and then what to do if you've ever found yourself in this situation, how to make this different for yourself this year. And according to the research on this topic, so this isn't just theory that Ben's just touted there. I'm sure you can relate to this if you're listening to this and you're a woman over 40 with a busy, stressful life. But also according to research on this topic, and this isn't even, this is for everyone, about 60% of people claim to set New Year's resolutions. And whether you do or whether you don't, this is going to be relevant because it's about achieving new goals in New Year's. So 60% of people admit they're going to set them, but only 8% of people are actually successful in achieving those New Year's resolutions. And this is obviously related to all New Year's resolutions, but the top 10 New Year's resolutions, I'm actually just going to go through the top five because I won't bore you. The top 10 New Year's resolutions in 2019, according to a survey of 2,000 people, were number one, diet or eat healthier. Pardon me, struggled with that one. I was going to say diet or exercise healthier. Diet or eat healthier. So 71% of people said they wanted to diet or eat healthier. Number two is to exercise more. Number three is to lose weight. So can you see already the top three resolutions are all related to health and fitness, dieting, exercising, or losing weight. So those stats basically relate to those. Then we have save more and spend less and learn a new skill or hobby. But those are much lower percentages. Those are 30% and 26% of people. So the most Significant resolutions are all about dieting, exercising, losing weight, and only 8% of people are successful in achieving those, which means 92 out of every 100 people who are trying to lose weight fail on average. Like if you had a room of 100 people, 92 of them would actually fail. So almost everyone is going to fail. So unless you're doing something different to what most people do, it's very, very likely you're going to fail in January, unfortunately. And this isn't to be to rub salt in the wound this isn't to try and make you feel bad it's a reality check you're not going to succeed if you do what everyone else is doing the stats show you that 92 percent of people fail and 92 percent of people are doing all the same kind of stuff so we're going to go through what those people are doing and how to avoid repeating that mistake because it may have been you before it may have been that you in previous years tried to lose weight tried to diet tried to eat healthier tried to exercise more and you didn't keep it up and if you're not in a better place than you were last Christmas or you're in a worse place, then clearly that didn't work. So what's the first thing a lot of people do, Ben, out of the 92% that fail? So the first thing that a lot of people do is they start just like a generic diet plan. So the same as what they've done in previous years or just whatever's the newest fad that, that's you know trendy and in all the magazines and TV shows and whatever this year. But the problem with most of these things is they tend to be like as we said, as I said before about kind of things that aim for fast results, they tend to be very restrictive. 
They tend to be very boring. For example, you know, you're cutting out all of the foods that you enjoy. You're not having any variety. You're sticking to a rigid thing every single week. Um, they tend to not fit around family life very well. A lot of thing we see a lot is women who start different programs and diets and they end up cooking their own kind of diet food. But then for their family, they're having to cook completely separate meals. So they're cooking like twice as many meals every single evening, which takes up loads and loads of time. Um, it could be that they, you know, somebody work, works with a PT or they're doing gym classes and they're having to travel out of the house four or five times a week, whatever they tell them they need to do in order to go to these classes. And it's just robbing them of time spent with their family and time spent with their loved ones. And all of these things, I think, encourage like an all or nothing mindset, especially those approaches. Like a lot of people, I don't know what's going to be the trend this year, but last year, I feel like a lot of people went on the kind of keto thing, which is basically you cut all carbs out which is really kind of an all or nothing mindset. It's not saying like, oh, just eat some carbs, not too much, eat the good ones, not the bad ones. It's just like, right, this whole thing is banned. And I think having that kind of approach encourages this all or nothing mindset where you cut everything out and then you suddenly like binge back on everything and then you cut it out again and then binge back on it. And then another problem with these generic dieting approaches is they're not really tailored to people whose hormones are changing and who are getting older. So one thing you'll see a lot is, is programs where the exercise is very kind of high impact. It's all burpees and squat jumps and tuck jumps and things. And for our clients, many of them are in their fifties and maybe, you know, they've got slightly dodgy knees, they've got slightly dodgy back, whatever. Um, but all of those things are not really going to work. Everything needs to be tailored towards, towards you. The exercise has to work for you. The nutrition has to work for you and your hormones and your body. Um, so the and problem I is with these generic dieting approaches, they're just, they're just not tailored. Go on, Rob, what were you going to say? I, I don't know if you get this. I speak to loads of people on the phone. We do phone consultations to help people if they want to get started with this kind of thing and see if we can help. One thing I hear all the time is people who are, they openly admit they're a few stone overweight. They've got bad knees. They've got bad joints. They've got bad hips. They're in pain. They're aching. And they're, the, the, the thing they're trying to do to lose the weight, and I don't blame them because there's no education out here on this, they're trying to do stuff like the Couch to 5K which is a running program. And if you've got bad knees and bad joints, when you run, you transfer something like four times your body weight. I think, no, two times your body weight through each knee. So if you weigh, let's say, let's say you weigh 13 stone. So you're about 80, 85 kilos. You are putting 170 kilos through each knee. If you can't squat 170 kilos, it's a lot of weight. I can't squat 170 kilos then that's not going to be good for you. It's going to cause you problems. So we see this all the time that people are doing things like the five, Couch 5K. It's just one example. When they've got lots of weight to lose, and clearly that's not tailored to their situation, their age, or their hormones. Not, we haven't even got into why cardio and the hormone side of things is not going to work well um, in terms of doing lots of cardio and running if you're over 40 as well. So we hear this all the time, people saying they're doing all these programs that are not tailored to them. They're not tailored to their age or their hormonal situation. They may work really well for something in their 20s or 30s, but funnily enough, it's actually just making things worse for them now. And that's not motivating either. If you're just going to get worse pain and you're going to have to stop it, if you're starting something that you're going to have to stop because you injure yourself, it's never going to work either. So Ben, what's the solution to this? The people are doing generic diets, they're doing fad diets, they're doing things that are not tailored. What, what can they do to, to fix that problem? There's kind of two ways you can fix that problem. Number one would be, you know, you work one-to-one -one with a number of different experts. So, you know, a nutritionist, maybe a PT, maybe a mindset coach, maybe somebody who knows about hormones and, and those type of things. 
Um, and you work with those people one-to-one, -one, which is obviously going to cost you a fortune working with all those different experts, or you can find a program that is personalized for somebody who is in that specific situation, who it's what's right for you. It's right for your family situation, your work situation, right for your hormones. And if you are a woman and you're over 40 and you have a busy job and you're looking to lose some weight, then a program like, like our Fit Over 40 program might be exactly what you need. If you want more info on that, just go to www.fit40info.com. You can see all the details. Check that out. Second thing that we see that a lot of people really, really struggle with, and again, it's something I hear all the time on the phone consultations we do, is people who are trying to succeed with all of this on their own. So they, they either try and come up with a plan on their own based on what they've done before. So a lot of people we speak to are actually pretty knowledgeable about, they've tried lots of different diet types of things. They know a bit about nutrition. They know what they definitely, most people know what they shouldn't be eating. You know, lots and lots of sugary treats and snacks and biscuits and cakes and things like that. They know they should be exercising regularly. They don't necessarily know exactly what kind of exercise is going to get them the best results. So they try and come up with this plan on their own. But the problem is, they're unsure whether they're doing it right or they get a generic diet program. And again, they're unsure if it's really right for them. And in either of those situations, if you don't have that certainty that what you're doing is right for you, then what tends to happen? In my experience, what tends to happen is we have that feeling of doubt. We lose motivation and then we don't actually stick to it. Cause if we're not sure it's going to work, then we quickly go, Oh, let's, I'm just going to, there's no point in me putting all this effort in because it's probably not going to work anyway. Maybe you can relate to that. So that's one of the reasons, just one of the reasons why doing it alone doesn't work. There's some other reasons as well, though. So Ben, what other reasons do you think trying to do it alone is unsuccessful for a lot of people? So yeah, one thing that happens is um, people kind of don't get the right sort of support. So for example, they might work, they might have their partner kind of helping them and trying to encourage them along it. But usually this either comes in the form of like nagging. So you know, you'll have your partner just kind of nagging and just be getting annoyed at them rather than them actually motivating you and spurring you on. Or they'll just say nothing. They'll kind of let you off when you say, oh, you know, I just couldn't be bothered today. They'll be like, oh, it's all right. Don't worry about it. So it's really hard to succeed when you don't have the right sort of support and the right sort of encouragement. Um, and even worse, sometimes the partner will be saying, oh, don't worry about it. And let's get a takeaway or have a bottle yeah. of wine or both. We see that a lot as well, don't we? Yeah. Um, so other things that could happen is just kind of not being able to stick to it when times get tough. So when people go alone, I think that tends to happen is, you know, something will derail them. For example, Christmas and all of the celebrations and everything that came with that, you may have found this yourself, that all of that stuff happens. You get very busy, lots of other stuff's going on, all this unhealthy food is around. And then the fit, your fitness kind of gets pushed down to a really low priority. And you just, you kind of, you just forget it completely for, a couple of weeks or whatever until things calm down again and then you decide to get back on track with it afterwards or this can be anything this could be like you know you get ill someone in your family gets ill um you know you lose your job or something else happens at work you have another stressful event or you know an injury and when times get tough like that a lot of people just they just go completely off track because they've got nobody to ask they've got nobody to say right this has happened to me what should i do how can i get through this and that that's what what the ladies that we work with would do. They just email us and say, Rob, I'm struggling. This has happened. It's terrible. I'm really struggling. I don't know how I'm going to stay on track. And we say, all right, you're going to do A, B, C. It's, it'll be fine. And then they go ahead and they put in this, we put a plan in place that means they can still succeed. They go and execute that plan and everything works out, works out all right for them. But 
it's really difficult to succeed when you don't have that kind of that kind of support available. And again, if you want to get that kind of support, you can find that with our Fit Over 40 program. We offer a really high level of support and really high level of accountability to make sure all our clients sit through to the end and stick to it and get the results they want to achieve. So if you want to find out about more about that, go to www.fit40info.com. Find out more about the program. And if you feel like this is resonating with you, if it could be right for you, book in a call with us. It's very simple and quick and easy to do. We'll have a quick chat and see if it's right for you and see if we can help you as well. So there's one more thing we see in January that a lot of people struggle with that generally leads them to fail. So, so what's that then? It's basically just not working on your mindset. So everything really comes down to your mindset. It's if you decide to give up on your program, if you decide it's too difficult, if you decide, you know, you're going to stop like trying with your exercise, your eating, it's because your mind has decided that you're not going to do that. You've made that decision up here. It's nothing to do with your body or your diet or anything like that. So if you have thoughts like, you know, it's not working for me or it's different for me or like, screw it, I've ruined it all. After you've just had one bad day or, you know, I deserve some chocolate. I deserve a glass of wine after a stressful week of work. Um, and if you don't have the tools to kind of manage all of these, these negative and difficult and like derailing thoughts that are coming in, then naturally you're just going to go off track. So I do mindset work like regularly every single day, usually over the past four days though, Christmas time. I've just allowed myself to have a little bit of a break from that. Basically just because, you know, everybody deserves some time off. So I've had a few days off, haven't done the mindset work, but I can feel now, I can notice that my mind is a lot more chaotic. It's a lot less kind of ordered. It's a lot more kind of, fo it's a lot less kind of focused. And I recognize I need to do that. I need to get that mindset work going, going again in order to get my mindset in the right place so that I can do everything that I need to do. Um, so it, it's kind of a consistent thing you have to work on. Just like if you if you eat crap food, then your body gets out of shape, and you know you know that's just how it works. If you don't exercise, if you don't take care of your body, your fitness goes away, your muscles get weak, your body gets unfit. And if you don't take care of your mindset, you start getting lazy, you start lacking motivation, you start making excuses, you start giving into all these negative thoughts and feeling stressed and overwhelmed and anxious. So you, you it's really something probably the most important thing to take care of really. So, and if you don't really have any tools to manage your mindset or take care of your mindset, you'll, you'll just give in when life gets difficult, when life gets stressful. So if work goes on late, let's say you'll, you find yourself sat on the sofa with the laptop working away at 9 PM and you've kind of got the, the choice between a ordering a takeaway or B getting like a healthy ready meal. You're basically just going to, you're going to go default to that worst, you're going to sabotage your own progress if your mindset is not in the right place. Exactly. And what we find works best for this is to use mindset tools every single day, as Ben was mentioning, he does as well. I do to put your head in the right place. So we hear from a lot of people saying my head doesn't feel in the right place. So they don't take action. They don't start the program. They don't stick to a program. What you've actually got to do. It's not something that you can rely on being in the right place every day. It's not like fit people have a mindset that's, that just magically is in the right place and they've got loads and loads of willpower. Especially if your life's very stressful, you need to find something that can put your head in the right place every single day reliably so you can be consistent. So what we do is 
we use mindset tools with our client, two quick mindset tools they can do every single day to guarantee their head is in the right place every single day so they can stay consistent. And it kind of turns them into that one of those kind of fit type of people. So they're able to think in a different way and they're able to make better choices, as Ben said, between that say the takeaway and the healthy ready meal, they'll still be able to choose the better choice. And if they do that, that adds up to much, much better results over the weeks and over the months. And you can find out more about everything we do our tailored approach, our mindset coaching, we just talked about there, all the support and accountability that you'll get with our Fit Over 40 program at www.fit40info.com. So head over there, check it out. And if it's resonating with you, again, book in a call with us. We'll have a chat with you, myself, Ben, or one of our team to see if it's a fit for you and see if we can help you to achieve what you want to achieve in January and going on as well in 2020. And actually, Ben, I wanted to bring something up. This is all linked to what we've just talked about because it's kind of a holistic thing but my sister was telling me over christmas about a research study that her friend's working on um, for their phd um, and it's about depression and mental health and they looked at everything that can impact it and to try and see if anything correlates to why people feel depressed why people feel anxious and why they struggle with their mental health and they looked at genetics they looked at upbringing and the only things they could correlate were exercise and nutrition. From this massive study, the only thing they could correlate with what leads to people feeling more depressed and more anxious is lack of exercise and poor nutrition. Everything else, that there was no real correlation. So one last kind of bonus thing is if, if you if you've, you know, struggle with your mood, if you struggle with um with anxiety, depression, anything like that. Again, the number one thing you can do for yourself is to eat better and exercise better. And that all comes down to the foundation of your mindset. So you can do those things. And again, we teach all of that inside our Fit Over 40 program, but don't just take it from us. Ben's got some great examples here of uh, what's happened to our actual clients. So Ben, how about you share a couple of, couple of testimonials from our clients, a couple of case studies for people who are listening. Yeah, so the first one is from uh, Catherine and she joined Trinity last December when she was 11, so 11 and was struggling to deal with work stress and found that she was regularly losing motivation and hitting that self-destruct button. So after working with her, she said, if someone had said to me last Christmas that I would be nearly 10 stone by October, I would not have believed it. But I'm three pounds off that now from an initial target of 10 stone 10 for the year. Believe me, if I can do this, anyone can. Then the next one is from Charlotte. And she said, after working with us, by far the biggest is my change in eating and drinking habits. And the longer I do it, the easier it is getting to stick to it. Three months ago, I would never have believed I could be the person I am today with regards to food and drink. The next one then is from Camilla. So Camilla said, after working with us, tonight I went out weighing my lowest weight in 10 years, having lost two stones since May and wearing a jumper dress, which I never thought would be possible. I can't believe the change in my shape. And then final one, short one here from Anna, who has said, lowest weight and size in six years, much improved mindset. So it just goes to show, like, if you've got the right approach, if you've got the right people on your side, you can see some amazing results. We have, like, incredibly high success rates compared to most other programs because, you know, we, we tailor our program specifically to our clients. We do everything that we've talked about in this podcast today and all our other podcasts, which just means, like, my clients get great results. And if, if you also want to see results like Anna, like Charlotte, like Camilla, and like Catherine, again, you can find all the information about what we do and working with us in January 
at www.fit40info.com. And before we go, I just want to point out all those results that Ben just stated there. These are people who are writing this, this, this winter, November, December this year. These have been shared with us. So these are not people who lost the weight in January and then they put it all back on over winter. These are people who joined us early part of last year or Christmas last year. And they've seen all these results and they're still progressing. As people said, lowest weight in six years, lowest weight in 10 years. So if you want results that stick around, as Ben said, go to www.fit40info.com. Find all the details there. And if this resonates with you, if you want to take this to the next level and act quickly on this, I don't know how many spaces we have left, Ben, but we have how many phone calls booked in today with our team? 18? A lot. <laughs> Something like 18 phone calls today. We have very limited spaces on our Fit Over 40 program. So get that phone call booked in quickly. Slots are filling up in our diary really, really quick to help you out. Uh, we'd love to help you in 2020, but we can only take on so many people. So go ahead, go to www.fit40info.com. Have a read book in a phone call with us. We'll have a chat, see if this could be right for you and if we can help you achieve all your goals in 2020 and beyond. So thanks so much for listening. Hope you have a happy new year and we'll catch you in the next one. Mm-hmm.